Chris Miles was able to retire twice by the time he was 39 years old. But he's not content to just enjoy his own financial freedom and peace of mind. Chris wants you to have your own ripple effect so you can live free today. He's not the financial advisor you expected. He's the anti-financial advisor you deserve. He's jumping behind the mic right now, ready to make waves. Here's Chris Miles. Hello, my fellow Ripplers. This is Chris Miles, your cash flow expert and anti-financial advisor. One more show that's for you, those of you that work so hard for your money, and you want your money to start working harder for you right now. You guys want that freedom and cash flow today, not just 30 or 40 years from now, but right now, so you can live that life that you love with those that you love. But most importantly, you're not just getting rich here. You're really creating a rich life because as you are blessed financially, you have a greater capacity to bless the lives of those around you. Guys, I appreciate you so much for tuning in today. Thank you for joining our show. Again, you guys have been binging this podcast. It's awesome to see that some of you have been giving us feedback on that. Thank you for questions you've been sharing. If there are any topics you would like to hear, be sure to email us at moneyripples.com. You can just go to the contact page and reach out to us there. As well as if you have any questions for yourself, be sure to reach out to us right now. Hey, how amazing would it be if you could create monthly cash flow, passive income, from making at least double-digit returns on your money. And get this, it's only $1,000 or more that you need to invest. Guys, that's exactly what Secured Investment Corp. does. They actually do short-term lending to real estate investors that's backed by real estate that you can actually return double-digit returns on. That means 10% or better. It's also IRA-friendly, and you can even reinvest those monthly distributions to create compound interest on your money too. If you want to learn more about that, go check out Secured Investment Corp., Dot com. That's secured, S-E-C-U-R-E-D, investmentcorp.com. All right, guys. So I've brought on a very special guest today. Pam Reed is actually someone who we've only gotten to know more recently just because she's been working with us as a client. I really want to get into her story because it's really fascinating just to see where she's come from, where she is today, and where she's going. Interesting thing about Pam is that she's become a certified life coach, specifically around helping married women. Although her and her husband actually help couples She's been helping married women really to strengthen marriages, which it's ironic because at the date of this recording, it's actually Valentine's Day. It's cool that we're talking about this right now because love is in the air. You got to have that ability to really connect and create strong bonds with your family and your loved ones. So definitely want to talk to her about that, especially after she's really been on this journey of financial freedom, but also on a journey of helping save marriages, creating her own ripple effect through lives just like yours. Pam, welcome to our show. Thank you. So good to be here, Chris. Tell us more about your story, like where you came from, you were raised, all that kind of stuff. I am a girl from an area called Norfolk, Virginia. It's in the southern part of the state I presently live in. That's where I come from, kind of sort of humble beginnings. And upon graduating college, I was able to land a government job. And that was a huge deal for me to go on and work for the federal government. I had worked for 27 years. And it was a rewarding career. I grew a lot, grew up pretty much in the federal government in the Washington, D.C. area. So after college, I moved on up here to a major metropolitan area. And I took root here shortly after arriving, met my husband. And together, we've been here just building our lives. And so a big part of that life, of course, was that work that I did every day. And it was rewarding. I definitely grew in my career and in myself as a person. Amazingly, a couple of years ago, almost a couple now, I was given the opportunity to take an early out. 
And after having been on this financial freedom journey, which I've been on for much of my young adult life, I toyed with the decision. I toyed with it, but I went on and did it. And I've been pretty much in a retired state from that traditional job now for not quite two years, but working on two years. So it's interesting. Life has taken on really in a new chapter. So I'm excited about it. Yeah. And you even talked about starting with humble beginnings, but now you're even over a million net worth. I talk sometimes about how I grew up in a trailer park for part of my childhood. And okay. it is kind of amazing to see when you're like, wow, I really hung out with really just not great kids, their hearts, but it was pretty much the scarcity world. It was mm-hmm. constant family fighting. It just was not a pretty place to be. In fact, I even kind of refer to it as my dark years because it was mm-hmm. just depressing a little bit. And you came from humble beginnings as well and to where you are today and definitely right. a much better place. Yeah, mine were more middle class, very much a middle class family, but conservative, just that a conservative type of upbringing. Yeah. I didn't really have the all of the kinds of knowledge about all of the different ways to build wealth and things like that. Yeah, it's been a lot of um, learning and development. How were you taught about money growing up? What did your parents teach you? They were very much a save your money, don't spend recklessly, unimplied Money doesn't grow on trees. My dad is actually a pastor. And I was actually a part of a very small church that was planted that then grew. As a full-time minister, it just felt, I inwardly internalized, oh my goodness, do we have, because it was a very small congregation at the time. Developed my own money stories, not necessarily things that were verbalized to me, but just my putting the pieces together in my head to what made sense to me. It was like, we got to save and you don't want it to run out. And it was scarcity mentality to develop for me from just growing up and just my thought about everything. I think some of it was definitely implied, but not necessarily said, but it was very much a save your money, don't get into debt, which were good. But at the same time, I just was trying to understand how are we making it with this small church growing up. And But with God supplied, I'm a Christian. He supplied all of our needs. I'm like, oh God, the money's going to run out. There weren't that many people there today. <laughs> I know you're the God of abundance, but I feel scarce right now, right? Yes, absolutely. You're the God of yeah. abundance, but I feel scarce, yes. Yeah, it was interesting how we have those things, that those stories, and they're hard to shape as adults. They can be hard to get rid of. Yeah. Absolutely. I know a lot of people can relate to that, too, because I know a lot of our people, a lot of our listeners as well as viewers, they may or may not have grown up in a conservative type of home. They, a lot of people I know are faith-based that, that follow us, too, and probably struggle with some of those same things. Maybe just simply taught to save, and that's it. Mm-hmm. That was taught. It was just save, don't have debt. Just yeah. have that great depression mentality when it comes to money. That's what I was taught. Just be cheap and that sort of thing. What for you was like the turning point? Like, where did you start to really kind of get past all of that traditional saver mentality? It's so interesting as I have to reflect back. I don't know what lit the fire per se. I can say so. Once I became an adult, I just kind of had this want to be smarter, just urge within me to just be smarter with my money. And my sister introduced me to the book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And that gave me more of a process or a framework or a method to go about my our money, what we should work toward. And I would say that book has pretty much been what I followed in all of our financial decisions throughout. When I say we, my husband and myself, our household and our finances. Yeah, and that yeah. drove us to want to have passive income. I bought the game. 
I remember one time I took it home to our family and I told them, I sat down at the table and I said, I'm a millionaire. And they were like, you are. I wasn't a millionaire at the time, but I was just declaring it and just sharing with them some of my ideas around money. And then we ended up playing the game together. It greatly impacted me. Oh, that's awesome. Now, a lot of people are going to ask, of course, like, how did you do it? Because there's a lot of people I know have read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Some of them I even played the game too, cash flow game. And I know when I first read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, I was reading from a financial advisor scarcity perspective. So it didn't quite click until I made that extra shift towards abundance around money and those sort of things. But for you, what was the journey? How were you able to get to the point where you're like, hey, now I've got this passive income. I'm actually doing it. I would say the first thing we did, and I almost think this might have come before Rich Dad, Poor Dad. My my father, bless his heart, when we were about to make our first home purchase, he's like, hey, Y'all should get a place, live in part of it, and rent the other part out. That has now become known as a house hack. Back then, it didn't name. I followed that advice. It stuck with me and my husband. And in our searching for our first home, we looked for that style of house where it was a two-family house. And we ended up purchasing one in Washington, D.C. And that was our first place where we lived. And we so we had that. And we lived in it and rented it out. But surely... Not too long after we got these big suburb dreams and moved out into the suburbs, but we still kept that property. And there were so many times we thought about selling it, but we did not sell it. That's been like that piece for us that is just and produced. We refinance it. We take advantage of a business opportunity. We refinance. We pull out cash. We buy another property. So we went through this one phase where we were able to utilize cash from it and do some flip properties. And with the flips, got some chunks of cash. And sometimes it lasted. Some, we always would do something smart with it. Some of the stuff didn't pan out. But we had that property because it was appreciating. We were able to really leverage it and to produce more wealth by having it. A little tweet that it's just chugged and chugged and the value has just really gone up. So it is, that's a huge factor of the net worth that we built was in that. Also along the way, I invested in my retirement plan through my job. I pretty much got to the place from a tax strategy too, where I was maximizing my contributions. I just make my tax picture better at the time. So anyway, that was building as well. Contributions to my 401k plan. And that factored as well into us amassing the net worth. Then in a couple of few, 2019, we purchased a four-unit building as well. And mm-hmm. that building had appreciated. We had this time where all of the real estate just went up. So that it has appreciated. Those properties have just really caused our net worth. Properties coupled with my retirement fund. Yeah, they really just propelled us into the over a million. And I didn't even realize when it was over a million. We were just kind of chugging along and just got the numbers or we had to do an appraisal for something. And I was like, well, we got actually over a you know, million dollars. It was, wow. I hope that gives you what we did along the way. And then along the way, the whole time, always trying to optimize our cash flows and our spending and our management of our money. Just be smarter about it, doing just different things. Just be smart with what we had. What shifted once you came into our world? Where did you take it to that next level? So once I came with these, I got to this point where I'm retiring early. I'm only, I'm not 59. So if you're not 59 years old, and I got quite a few years before I'm 59, you can't get into that tax deferred money without a severe tax penalty. That's right. Here I am on paper. I'm this millionaire. 
I want to take advantage of this opportunity because I want to begin to do more of business building or income producing things from more of the passion side. I was like, money reports. I've been listening to your podcast for some years now, and you would do the different scenarios with how you can take what you have, so to speak. I'm really summarizing it and just utilize that, what you have in order to grow your wealth even more. And those particular podcasts always struck my interest. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to reach out to money because I had talked to you one time before and didn't take advantage. And so I was like, this time I'm going to do it. I really need somebody to try to help me figure out how can I use some of this money that we have? And to build more money and just to sustain me without having my traditional regular paycheck money anymore. I reached out and I met with Craig, who's a great guy who works with you all. And he introduced me to a different tax strategist that I could speak with, a CPA firms. And with them, we can look across what I have and we could put into place things that I had never done, like cost segregation of our properties. If I do the withdrawal or the distribution or whatever you want to call it, I can still offset a great deal of that tax liability that would surface from me taking money out of this money before I'm old enough. That makes sense. That was what really helped a lot. I got with the tax strategist and they looked across our situation and realized we hadn't done cost segregation and we had these different strategies they could put into place that we could still pull out money in order to make more money, of course, not just to buy luxury items, but we can then take that money and get even more cash flow from having used that money out of the retirement fund. So that's tax strategies that lessens the taxes you have to pay, which gives you more money to invest. Then you can take that money and actually create cash flow versus just sitting there in a retirement account until you're 60 plus, right? That is exactly what we've done. And so we, we did a couple of things last year. We got another property, some mineral rights. And so it's been exciting. That was part of it. Sometimes you get to a point, which it was for us, we just didn't know of some other opportunities that exist. And so we've coming on board with Money Ripples, we've learned of other things that exist. And I know there are even more. So based upon whether we want to do growth or we want to do cash flow, primarily you will share with us the best strategies and the tools and things we can take advantage of. That's been really great as well. Yeah. I want to talk to you pretty quickly about your next passion, where you're leading now with your business. But what would be some advice you would give people listening right now that maybe have been like you listening to this show? Maybe it's like advice you've given yourself back in 2019. And what would you recommend people do? If you're serious about really getting to the next level, invest in that coaching or that mentoring to help you get there. Had I done it earlier, for one, it would have probably been a little less to, to invest to get it. But I could have even been doing these things even sooner. I could have been putting these strategies into place even sooner and be even further along. The more you delay it sometimes by DIYing it, or Mm. it extends the time it will take you to reach your goal. I would say it's an investment that pays off to speak with someone. Money ripples, they're not your typical financial advisors, as Chris shares often but they help you build cash flow. They help you build wealth. Take advantage. Cut some of those years off of trying to figure it out on your own. And my investment is paid off already. Don't see it as money leaving you, but money coming to you. The investment. Yes. That's a good point. That would be my advice. Yes, absolutely. And you did well. I'm so impressed that you took things that you learned from Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and just said, hey, 
let's just give it a shot. Let's try it. And I'm really impressed because sometimes we get people that just say just a little too apprehensive or scared to try it. And you guys are already doing it. Our job a little bit easier because all we had to do is tweak a few things and then boom, you just off the races and running, right? Yes. It definitely that says a lot about you and your level of faith and you're willing to try. That's right. really impressive. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the thing. You'll feel like you know a lot because I read a lot and I listen a lot. But sometimes you just need that next level and it may cost you a little bit of money to get it, but it's far it's well worth it. I agree. Tell us about your next. Now that you're really, you don't even really need the money, right? It's just cool, but you're now living your passion. Tell us why are you so passionate about really helping married couples, specifically even helping married women? I am married and I did go through a struggle piece in my marriage where you can just feel kind of like we've outgrown each other or we just, we don't have that chemistry anymore. Get into a space sometimes where you're just not feeling it in the way that you did. And everybody's like, I want to be happy. Anyway, I got into this place and having been in that space, I recognize how you can get in that space. And I was blessed to pretty much did some self-coaching, but got some coaching indirectly that just helped me to begin to see myself. Because what happens often is you lose yourself as women, as a wife and a mom, especially if you're a mom as well, you can lose yourself in your marriage. And you think it's the marriage and you just pointed all your fingers at the marriage, but sometimes there's really a lot going on with you. And I want women to reconnect with themselves and then from a more healthy space and whole space within themselves, then they can look at their marriage. And it might be still some things that can be done in your marriage, some dip tips, tools and strategies or some different mindset shifts that need to take place. But often there's a lot that's going on with you and just who you are. And that's exactly what it was for me. And so having experienced this and now I'm just so in love with my husband. I see none of the things I saw before. And it really all became because of myself and the change I made in me. He didn't do any big sweeping changes himself. It was just a lot going on with me. I know that can be the case for many other women as well. I see marriage as it's a foundation of many families is that marriage and helping to restore women and couples. Then we're helping families throughout yes. the world. And it just impacts generation to generation. It really does. Yes. So that is my mission to save marriages and save families. The health of families is so greatly related to the marriage, which is at the foundation. True. That's one thing I've mentioned actually on another interview is someone said, tell us how you balance everything. And at first I said, we should focus on what's most important. I started to say family. I said, no, actually my kids aren't most important. First, it's me. I got to fix my stuff, right? And be centered and grounded myself. And then it's my couple, my marriage itself. And then it's my kids. Where a lot of times people just skip the whole marriage or themselves and just go right for helping their kids. And then they wonder why they feel like they're never fulfilled. They're never happy. And then they figure if they just leave, everything will change. And that doesn't happen that way. It just doesn't work. Yes, absolutely. So many people have children. But really, before the kids, there's your marriage. And of course, yourself, even within that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, what would you say would be a good first step for somebody? If they wanted improving for themselves or for their marriage, what's a good first step that somebody could take? Good first step somebody could take. You want to look at yourself. And I like to start with, what do I want? Sometimes mm. we just, but we've never really defined, what am I looking for? What do I want? 
And the second question, who am I? It's kind of connected. I'm like, who am I? What do I want? And a lot of times, well, who am I? You know, I'm a mom. I'm a wife. I'm a husband. I'm a dad. Which is partly who you are. But then if you dig deeper and often from what we want, we can define a little bit who we are at the same time. But just getting to the root of who we are and what we want. like, And what makes me happy? So many people can be very stumped by that. What makes me happy? And just write down what makes me happy. And then how can I have more of that? Do I have any now? How can I have more? And from there, you can work your way into what's going wrong and how can I get there? And That's why the Mark Twain quote is so important for coaches like us, right? Where quote says, I can help people get whatever they want. I just can't find anybody who knows what they want. Yes. What do you want? Who do you want to be? What do you want? Those kind of questions. Yeah. It's easy to get what you want better if you actually know what it is. (laughs) Exactly. Pam, that's very wise counsel. If people want to learn more about what you're doing right now, or they want to get in touch with you, what's the best way they can do that? Right now, you can reach me on Instagram. I'm at Pamela H. Reed, R-E-E-D, Pamela H. Reed, R-E-E-D is Reed, at Pamela H. Reed on Instagram. You can certainly direct message me there, and I'll definitely get back with you as soon as I can. I love to work with anybody, share any more about what I've shared today. Reach out. I'm there for you. That's great. Yeah, we'll definitely put that in the show notes, put at Pamela H. Reed there so everybody can find you. Of course, if you're in Instagram, you probably already went. (laughs) <laughs> so you're probably already there right now, but definitely encourage you guys to, to check out Pam's stuff. And really just, I can't emphasize that more. It's like, we talk about money on the show all the time, but at the ultimate heart of what really helps a society prosper, it is the family, that nuclear thing. If you ever want to see a society degenerate, a society to become almost destructive, all you have to do is have a destructive family environment. Pam, I do see that ripple effect you're doing. That's massive. We need it more than anything. Thank you for being out there. Thank you for making yourself free that you can be out there living this mission. I really appreciate that. Thank you. I mean, you're welcome. I appreciate this opportunity and I appreciate Money Ripples. I do. Well, likewise. We love you having see the you. ripple effect here too, huh? <laughs> That's right. We got ripple effects going all over the place here. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So, Pam, thank you so much for your time today. Everybody else, Go check out Pam's Instagram page at Pamela H. Reed. Check that out. And guys, wise advice. It's just really, how can you shortcut your path? That's where a lot of times you can do it alone or you can do it with somebody walking beside you. That's your choice. Guys, make it a one prosperous week and make sure you go and walk that path so that you can get everything that you desire and want for your own life. Make it a great week, guys. Visit us online at moneyripples.com for more resources to help you fix money leaks and get your money working harder for you now.